95. I am Alex and I'm super. And I'm Dr. Kevin and I'm the natural. <laughs> His voice cracked. And I am Pastor Rob and I'm still a junkie. And we are the, the Supernatural Junkies. junkies. That yeah, wasn't bad. That's that was good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex. I'm here with Dr. Kevin and we have a very special ninja guest She's today. She's still super today, by the way. <laughs> She's hanging in here. She just got back mm. from feeling a little bad last week. <laughs> yep, and we have uh, Dr. Ninja, Dr. Dennis here with us again today. And we are Say doing hello. the... Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> we are doing the second part to Olympus Has Fallen. And uh, we were figuring it would take a couple of episodes to get through. You know, the big thing we're trying to let people know with this episode is that all of the major pieces that have really built the COVID narrative into what it is today are virtually provably false. And this is from even their own experts, the yep. people that have actually been pushing this narrative and all of these solutions upon us. And so I'm just gonna do a real quick review here. But the first thing we talked about was how the CNN analyst actually admitted, yeah, masks are completely useless. We also talked about how Fauci and the governor in New York had admitted that uh, the hospitalizations numbers are inflated. The New York governor in particular said they were 50% inflated. We talked about how Walensky also admitted that there was a big problem with the COVID test because it could test positive off and on for three months, 12 weeks. And of course, she also admitted that most of the people, 75% of the people that are dying of COVID actually have more than four comorbidities. Um, we also talked about some other stuff we covered with, you know, Walensky and Fauci admitting that the nasal titers, the infection rates, right, which means people that take the vaccine are catching it and spreading it like everybody else. But then when they come out with a mandate, who does it rule against, right? Yeah. The people that are what? Unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. Yet the vax can catch it and spread it like everybody else. Why aren't they tested? Because this is the narrative. These are the things, these untruths that we're literally let go by where the mandate is defying the science. And, of course, we're going to get to the granddaddy of them all here today. Dr. Dennis is chomping at the bit to talk about the Supreme Court. He did that in uh, every minute since we've been off since the last show. <laughs> and uh, we talked about, of course, the caveat of all the caveats is when our president admits that, yes, there is no national solution. He is our national leader, by the way. And he has led us in uh, complete, um, you know, all kinds of rules, all kinds of mandates, what we should do. He is the expert on COVID. And suddenly he admits that he has no solutions. It's completely failed. As far as a national solutions, the, the states should take over, but he doesn't drop his national mandate, right? Then we talked about how really the, the vaccine is obsolete. I mean, we know that, especially because why the Omicron variant has completely taken over. And again, even the Wall Street Journal admitting that, again, there is zero evidence that the vaccine works against this variant. And I think it's 95.4% are now the Omicron. 
and we have the Denmark and Ontario studies that actually showed people that had the uh, you know the Omicron variant actually had it twice as often right as yeah. somebody that was unvaccinated and then we have Gates admitting that we could be again no no durability with the vaccine and uh, so you know we talked about how these things have changed in Britain and uh, so we're back to Megan Kelly now we'll talk about this one but again she's talking about how Fauci put all these things out here about what we're supposed to doing and she's saying hey uh, our, our prophet three mask right has actually you know raked in the cash I mean Congress has has made 600 billion dollars folks I know you know we have almost a million you know small businesses that went out of business but isn't it nice to know that they made a lot of oh, money? they well it's all about them not about us exactly right. I do have a scripture verse before we yes. go any yeah. further give us some scripture <laughs> yes please um, Psalm 103 just a couple of verses from the beginning is it bless the Lord O my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Mm. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your inequities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Amen. Yeah. Trust in the Lord. That's what this podcast is all about. And uh, lean not unto your own understanding. And... Um, we're going to see how the experts have had to eat their words, really. So, you know, what Megan's trying to get at is really simple. You know, they're admitting now, um, you know, social distancing, the whole six-foot thing, right? They're admitting that the number of days that we were off now has been dropped to five. That's what you were mentioning, Alex, yep. you know. So we're seeing a complete reversal of almost every single tenant of, of what they made us do for a year and a half. You know, and that kind of leads us to, you know, a video my wife had us watch. It actually had um, uh, Michael Yeaton on, and it had an attorney, um, Reimer uh, Fuelmich, um, and it talked. He talked and a Dr. lot about. Woodarg. Yes, had a Dr. Woodard on there. Yeah. And um, you know, you know, of course, that's what he does for a living. He he did work. Was it with Pfizer? Pfizer. Yeah. yeah, he was R and D, and um, he was vice president of R and D. He worked there. For a very long period of time because um, he was saying that all these after he came out talking about the and being against this vaccine that there was all these reports of him being a disgruntled employee and he said in fact that's not the case he said some of his best times were when he worked for them he actually quite enjoyed them as an employer um and doesn't have any issues with them as an and employer. he made a lot of money evidently <clears throat> yeah and he started his own company and um but yeah he doesn't have any problem with it but yeah, that was just, it was really interesting. It was a very long, long video, right, guys? I was over just under two and a half hours long. And um, basically, you know, what he came to was that, frighteningly enough, that this vaccine, the injuries from it are intentional, that um, it's premeditated. He said that he, if needed to be in court, he could prove that mathematically the deaths caused by this as studying them as he maps them out by all the makers. Um, it would be impossible for this to have been a mistake um, because as he points out, he said, look, um, when, when it comes to injury with these vaccines, he's like, we need to remember that these drug companies, all except for Moderna, are not new and that they make medicine um, in a controlled environment for people in medicines that people take daily. 
sometimes twice a day without any injury and him doing so for a very long period of time. So quality control is not an issue for these companies. So that if they're having the kinds of injuries that are showing up, that there's something else going on. And uh, once mapped out, what it shows is that of all the makers, all have a deadly batch, basically. And um, J&J has the most deadly batch that's killed the most amount of people. And so some people are like, oh, it, that one's fine because it doesn't have mRNA in it. When in fact, there's actually has a third strand of DNA that and then that DNA goes in and does changes your DNA. So that's BS. But they, they have the most deadly. But there are in particular five batch numbers that were sent out, five lot numbers um, that are especially deadly. Um, we'll get a link to that and have that. So sign up for the newsletter to get that. But it's really important. They said that if you are asked by your job and to take this, that a way of stopping this might be to go into the doctor and say, which lot number is that? Is that one of the deadly batches? Because those apparently, those deadly batches were sent to all 50 states. Um, so uh, they do have that information. And I'm sure your doctor's not going to know that information offhand. So that can be something that you're like, you know what? We need to delay this until you can assure me that it is not one of the deadly lots because right. they know now. Well, that would make the doctor also go back and do a little checking himself. Right. Yep. And, and that's the hope. That's what Dr. Woodard had said. He said that maybe... Um, by doing that, that at least maybe some doctors will take a look and say, maybe we need to look into this. And once they, is like, because if you are science minded at all, once you look at that data, you will see what they are seeing. He's like, and so that's really the hope is that if you go back to your doctor and say, can you assure me that this is not one of the deadly lot numbers? I need to know. Well, we, we really like Dr. Michael Yeadon. And, uh, and you know, I think if you listen to the video, you're going to see <clears throat> You know, the guy knows what he's doing, and he is absolutely on the inside of all of that. And this, by the way, was on Red Voice Media. The title was Genocide, Premeditated Mass Murder Evidence. And again, that's with Dr. Michael. So that's kind of like we were talking about on the last visit where, you know, we see the vaccine narrative in a lot of ways. There's no way around it. You know, the vaccine narrative is not necessarily anti-biblical, right? But when you start to realize that this is dangerous because it gives somebody access to our bodies, right? That's when we really need to make sure that this is always optional, right? It's something we can research to look at. But we see them change that definition. This is the same thing Dr. Yeadon noticed. He says right out of the box, and he says this is the, the proof to him. He says it happened literally right in March, all around the world, all at once. Every single country had right. the same exact standard. And he calls them the eight lies. Number one, this was a lethal virus. Number two, the PCR testing is, is really an accurate thing. He talked about how wearing masks is the, what we need to do. He talked about how they're saying there's asymptomatic carriers. And again, we talked about how 80% of those people that tested positive for the PCR were asymptomatic, right? To me, that means it was 20% accurate. And then he talks about the lockdowns. And again, told that no treatments were available. That's completely false. We have the complete smear of natural immunity. Again, the only reason we are alive today. By the way, if this was a naturally occurring virus, why would we assume that natural immunity wouldn't what? Give us natural immunity, right? Yeah. The only way you could even make a case that somehow we would need something is because if it was actually, you know, planned, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where you get into the pandemic idea. But the last is, of course, that vaccines are safe and effective. Now, again, he's not an anti-vaxxer, but he at least knows that, yes, there are problems, you know, with the vaccines. And we can talk about some of those on another another episode. But those are some of the things that, that he talks about in there. You can see 
this worldwide coercion, worldwide control of information, worldwide changing of the rules, changing of the way we handle pandemics, changing the way we do death certificates, right? And you start to realize financial incentives tied to these diagnostics. Absolutely. It just made me remember too from that talk, he was saying one of the issues being because um, some batches are more deadly than others, um, one, he, you know, he says this is proof that they are putting different things in different lots. Yes. He said, and that's provable by the data, um, disturbing. And two, the other thing he says is that the the most deadly was some of the first ones that right. were released. He goes, but we need to question why exactly. But also, um, he does believe that this vaccine passport, by giving them control and giving this constant every three months thing, whatever they want to get in your body to get more and more of it, because he does believe that on some level, there's something more nefarious at play here and that you know and he's mentioned this in several things now that he believes that that vaccine passport is basically a gateway for them to be able to deliver an instant kill shot if you will right um to where if for whatever reason they want you dead they can do it instantaneously because now they have enough of that in your body and it's controlled by something else outside of the body by someone else yeah but could this be could this be a couple of questions. One thing, when you guys are talking this back and forth, why are they admitting that that they're failed? Right. That their narrative failed. I'd have that. That has just got a big question mark in my mind. Something else is up here. They, yep. they nothing they've done so far has not been planned. And just right. like you were just talking about right. how this whole thing was planned. In fact, if you go to the World Economic Forum's website, you will see the coronavirus plan. This has been planned long before it came out. Sure. The other thing is, is that with the dot with the lethal batches, Alex, mm-hmm. um, they couldn't make them all lethal, right? Because then they right. would no. never be able right. to get people to submit to the vaccine. So what they did is that they they've moved the shells around. Okay, this right. one's lethal and so forth. But now they're now we're finding out that we're seeing long term how these vaccines are starting. We're going to start seeing how that is affecting the, the health. You know, we were starting to see you know uh, people having problems with fertility, and we start right. seeing problems with uh, autoimmune diseases. So now we have to keep a keen eye out for that. And if they keep on sticking people every three, and I use that word purposely, sticking people every three months, yeah. Uh, who knows? They could just ramp up the sauce, right? Exactly to kill, the, to, to kill everybody. This is at, at at best, this is a eugenics program, right? right. At, at worst, this is the mark. Yeah, right. Now we covered in two episodes our final end game, and we really covered some of the disturbing things that are being found in the vaccines, in vials, the disturbing things that are being found in people's blood, right? But, that are having lots of health problems, sure. and that's an episode we recommend you go back and watch. Sure, and you know th- this is another one that they were saying that like, in some of the vials that they studied, some of them had Nothing. all saline. Nothing. Sure. That's well, it. Well, Literally. It, it, Nothing. If it, it, let's not forget, this is experimental. Right. Okay? If they're, they're approved for emergency use authorization, which is, is an experiment. Okay? And in that experiment, they would have to have some placebo. 
right? Right. Right? So um, we can't forget that. And, as, and we also can't forget that they can't mandate experimental vaccines. Right. No doubt. Right. But you, so That's they were something saying, we, we will cover as well, that people are still you know, unaware that what they actually approved was something that's not available. Right. And in mm-hmm. some of the vaccines, like four out of five vials, one particular study found that four of them were all saline. Only one had weird stuff in it. Yep. Then they found another one where, uh, I forget, how many, maybe it was only two vials, um, but both vials had um, over 90% graphene oxide and um, so, like something very minutely that wouldn't help with anything anyway and you're like so this is this is really interesting like he was saying and it does just go and it's not the same study guys as the one we just talked about with mike eden and dr wardog this is a different study so it backs up what mike eden was saying that there's different things in each one why well there's something else at play here we know um we talked about this the what's happening now with us legislating away all of our rights are allowing it really that those of us that aren't for it is at some point folks we've got to wake up and we've got to stand together and we've got to stand up this is getting to the point to where it's ridiculous the democrats are playing for keeps they don't lie down once they've failed we see this there's going to be a doubling down and i agree with you when you say what exactly is happening here we need to look um why are they admitting these failures? Because there's another plan in the works that we're just not far enough ahead of. Um, and they're going to double down. Yep. And their double down includes, they don't mind if they kill us. They, nope. That's what they want to do. They want to divide and kill us. And we're, Kevin and I were just talking that um, they're talking about making January 6th a criminal um, thing and, and saying that, I mean, they already have, but to say that they want to start labeling other Americans as domestic terrorists. They already did, they did that already, right? The so, Justice Department? Well, we, right. Haven't we done that with, if you disagree with the school board, you're instantly considered a terrorist now. But this turning of each other against each other in our own homeland, folks, that's intentional. Yes. It's, um, I have a word for it. What? It's war. It is war. It is war. It's civil war. People, people. It's just war, general. You are, you. We are at war. Are the governments of the world are at war with us? Right. Financially, they had no right to close the economies. No right. Absolutely. They don't have the jurisdiction for that. They didn't have the right to do it. And the fact that they did that—that that was an act of war. Yep. And people right. need to wake up. Right. Well, you know, and it's a simple thing. Power is in the word, right? <laughs> he was the word. Um, there's so much with words. Pay attention to the words that are being used. They want us to, to be divided. That is why they want us to be able to label each other as a domestic terrorist so that they can go to town and destroy that. If you disagree with them, you're a dis- domestic terrorist. That's why all this language is happening the way it is. Pay attention to the words, the wording. Do not let them divide us. This is not an anti-vax against vaxxer. That's not what this is about, though they want you to believe that that is it isn't yes we're just saying that you don't have the rights to my body it's not about a vaccine it's about you don't have the right to tell me what to do with my body because god says it is the temple that he gave me right and i want to protect this temple and you don't have the right to take it away from us uh that's what's happening here but it's the let's battle each other let's create such a divide against each other and tear each other to pieces don't let that happen because that's 
not what this is about. And if, if the average person understood the kind of technology we're talking about, on that program, the end uh, game, we talked about the G2G Go program in in uh, Australia, and it'd be something that would go on your phone that communicated with the nanorobots in your body. It really would have virtually all your information. You mean what you say, what you do, everything. And again, everywhere you go, right? Uplo- that uploads that, right? That's what I was saying. This yeah. is no, this no, program. It's the Internet of this, things. This program integrates what mm-hmm. they plan on putting in yeah. your body. Look up sure. Microsoft Azure. They're the ones that hold that thing that where you photo fluoresce um, from you to your phone. Uh, your infer- your telemetry, yes, your body telemetry, which is changes in body it heat, uploads that information through the five G to the artificial intelligence that decides mm-hmm. what is everybody's rights. What do they get to do? It can actually execute commands, you know, into your body from these these I'll things. Probably shut you off. That's right. But yes, they also can release. They exactly. can give you some little boosters. Well, not even say, a booster. Right? Whatever's in your body, just what, turn you off. Whatever <laughs> they want to do, we certainly could see there'd be no reason for cops. So in Mexico, they already instituted 5G. And so La Quinta Columna, the fifth column, um, the University of Almeria, Almira mm-hmm. or something, that doctor there who has been huge in a lot of these findings, they have video of a guy just riding his bike along mm-hmm. and um, seems to suffer a spontaneous, like um, some sort of cardiac event instantly dead um right around the time the 5g got flipped on Mm -hmm. um and you know because they've already had the vaccines because it was just last year folks you know more disturbing is that we're going to go online with this global 5g thing and imagine if this graphene oxide has accumulated around your heart and your brain and now we're sending this out at the frequency that microwaves work right right? Mm -hmm. um what do you think is going to happen and we know by looking at the numbers on the VAR system alone, which is a very small percentage, by the way, um, uh, reported by health officials, it has to be right officially, right? I mean, Supposed you can self-report, be. but most of them are their physicians. People have looked at it, right? Um, so, if this is collected around your brain and your heart, what's going to happen when five G gets turned on and actually transmits six G? What's going to happen to your heart and your brain then? Just a thought. Right. Well, don't forget, folks. I mean, a lot of us are having trouble with where we're going. As we, we talk about in the book, your Bible said that the beast government of revelations could not pull off its ultimate plan if it couldn't get access to your body, if it didn't have a way to disenfranchise us as Christians, to keep us from buying and selling while other people could, right? And whether you follow that belief system or whether you go back and look at what they did in Nazi Germany, once those German people were allowed, they, they allowed them to disaggregate, right? And, right? and blame everything on the Jews, right? They had their scapegoat. Once they disenfranchised them, where did those people end up? So whether you follow your Bible or whether you follow history, this is the same thing. Look at Russia. How did they get communism, right? They got communism by dividing the country, between the haves and the Mm have-nots look at the most diverse and again most prosperous country that's ever existed now we have the races now we have you know the haves and have-nots now we have the vaxxed versus the unraxed we have the racism right now we have the democrats versus the republicans i mean folks don't don't let us divide us most importantly this this is this is what they're trying to do all they had to add to russia to make the whole thing go poof right was not just division chaos what was the chaos financial collapse 
Our country, there's no way you can look at our country and believe this isn't all smoke and mirrors. You can't go down and buy a truck, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they don't have them, right? We can't unload ships. We can't plug a hole in in the in the in the in the border down there, right? Yeah. We can't load trucks. I mean, that's they're, way that's political, man. Yeah, they're imploding. We us. can't do basic things, and and people aren't even realizing what's happening, right? Look at the inflation. This is, they're trying to destroy us financially. And you think people are turned on each other right now. Wait till they pull the rug out, mm-hmm. right? And this is what you can start to see go poof. So people don't realize how on the verge this whole thing, this whole experiment in freedom is just about gone. All because why? We are not the watchmen. We've got a declaration we're yeah. going to be talking about. Yep. But the watchmen who are supposed to be, that we understand we have enemies in the world. Right, and that the Bible is real. We have an enemy that's trying to take us down. Absolutely, the whole world wants to take America down. Right, the only reason there is any freedom in America in the world today is because of America. Mm-hmm. And you start to realize that that beast government of Revelation, it sounds like communism with one small caveat: there's some kind of a, a state religion, <laughs> you know, involved yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. That's so that you know, you look at this. That where we're going now is, you know, when the judge recently. Um, you know, ordered, uh, I guess it was, uh, was it Pfizer to actually give up some of its data? What we found is that, that they had over 100 and some people that died. Okay, so here we have people complaining about the Bayer system, saying it's inaccurate, even though 85% of those reports come from healthcare professionals. It shuts down all the time. It's actually financially de-incentivized. It costs money to make those reports. It costs time, it costs energy, right? And so here you have a system that, again, is inflating the numbers. They're admitting that the numbers are inflated, mainly because of false tests and mainly because of financial incentives. Here we have another system that is de-financially incentivized. It means they don't they cost money to make these reports. And by the way, those reports are saying that people that are 40 and under, we have more problems, more dead people on the Bayer system in those categories than we had from COVID to begin with. So you start to see how these are, are ramping up. But all their criticism... Why in the world wasn't the whole world covering the fact right from the horse's mouth they had a lot of dead people right in the trials? A hundred dead people is enough, right? Is yeah. enough. We've we've pulled vaccines in this country for less than twenty-five deaths. This was a trials, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's no way to debate at this point, and yet this study completely buried. You'll never find it. Just absolutely, the judge says you got to give up the records. We get the records. We find this out. And again, that's horrible. Look up, uh, this came off the blaze. Horowitz, Pfizer vaccine injury data order released by judge shows shocking risk level. Okay. And of course, it mentions the numbers and it came right from the horse's mouth from Pfizer. So, okay. Um, Let me see one more part to that. Um, It was unsafe to the point that they would typically be denied authorization and certainly not be funded, mandated, and marketed by the budget and energy. So uh, it's this is a straightforward situation. This is the proof right from the horse's mouth that these vaccines are injuring people. It happened even in the trials. It also goes back to when they were developing this back for SARS-CoV-1. Yes. And it, they didn't they didn't use it because it was it, when they did the animal trials it was killing the animals. Yes. So it did this with this Operation Warp Speed. They skipped the animal trials. Yes. And they went right to human trials. Which makes us the animals. <laughs> exactly. So. 
So, you know, that's something, again, almost nobody knows about that, but that is a fact. And those trials that they had themselves, if you extrapolate that out, you could certainly see when you're talking about, you know, the trial having that many people that had problems. So you start to realize that the VAER system is underreported, not overreported. Right. right? Well, the um, BMJ, the British Medical Journal, Peter um, Doshi, um, he's also on the FDA board, I believe. Um, he w- he goes and does a great um, study on the actual trials that they did, and it's those are you know equally as um, amazing that they got it pushed through for emergency use because once you extrapolate all the craziness out of it, how ineffective it really was to begin with. Well, they would can- never have gotten approval if they had used the actual provable data that they collected themselves well, wait a minute did you are you saying that pfizer lied <laughs> hard to believe you mean pfizer that's been what? fined over three billion dollars right the uh, you mean a pfizer that's been found amount. guilty in criminal court they uh, wouldn't lie alex no i know I, what am i saying Insane, yeah. obviously. Well, I know Dr. Dennis might want to make a comment about this, but we already mentioned about how you know the world believes that somehow the FDA actually approved right Pfizer, but it didn't. No, it didn't. It it approved a product that Pfizer of a product of Pfizer's called Comirnaty, which they were using in Europe, right? But is that. not in production. So once they approved it, they pulled it from production because if they use it, they're going to be financially liable because under the emergency use authorizations, which Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J are functioning, they're they're not financially liable. That's right. And so, neither is our government. Nobody is. No one's financially liable. So if you get sick or you're, you're maimed for life, who are you going to sue? You can't even go to the vaccine court that they created in 86, thanks to right. Ronald Reagan. Um, who I liked Reagan. I voted for him. But, you know, he was not good on that uh, on that. Well, uh, most regard. people don't realize that there's never any precedent set in that court. There's nope. never any records kept. You can't, if somebody who had the exact same problem that you had, you can't use their precedent. And it literally is a system that suppresses all the information. And they've mm-hmm. they've paled out, you know, you know. I, right. Mikeovitz has a, a figure. I'll, I'll be able to share that. With Four you, billion dollars. Yeah, it's it's billions of dollars. Four billion dollars yeah. over since 1986. Yes. They, they've paid out. So, and that's with a system that's severely, you know, hampered. When you can't set a precedent, and right. every case is like you're trying it for the first time as this, as if this problem has never existed before. When you're setting precedent, it is very difficult to, to set precedent. And you think about $4 billion. And this is all about vaccine injuries, period. Remember, they suppress this information because what are vaccines? They're safe and they're effective. And this is, of course, would undermine that. Based right? on what? Right. Well, certainly not, we're, we're not allowed to know what's yeah. happening in that well, court. Well, exactly. Right? Exactly. And not only that, folks, but also the, the, the amount of injuries over from, from vaccines over the last 20 years was like 3,600 people. Mm-hmm. We surpassed that in four months of this vaccine. Right. A supposed vaccine. But this is how brainwashed people are, because um, even though I've been banned from posting on Reddit. <laughs> you are banned. No. I, on Reddit? <laughs> I know. And everyone's like, how did nobody get banned on Reddit? Yeah, I did. Um, how dare I post? She's good got job. special. Good job. Special power, special power. <laughs> it's a gift. What can I say? I'm charming. Um, <laughs> but it's because uh, I still get the 
notifications. It is stunning to me how many people, because there's a whole bunch of people that are like, especially women that are like, um, all these side effects um, from the jab. And they're like, oh, um, my period's heavier. And they're all talking um, amongst each other. And you'll be surprised how many people are like, oh, that means it's working. I asked my doctor and my doctor said it makes your body function more efficiently. And that's, and that's why, why you're, you're hemorrhaging. That's why you're hemorrhaging. Totes normal, folks. And there, you know, other people chiming in, oh, is that what it's doing? How? What? I mean, obviously they're in the group that got it fine, but how are we still pushing this? You know, the fact that you wouldn't look it up further than that, you're like, let me just go on a board and ask, hey guys, I'm bleeding heavier. And somebody goes, it means it's working. Really? Is that what happened when you got your other vaccines? Is that, because does it doesn't sound anything normal. You shouldn't be hemorrhaging. You shouldn't, um, your lymph nodes should not get swollen. People are like, yeah, when I first got it four months ago, my doctor said the swelling, my lymph nodes is normal. It's still like that, very painful, but it should go down yeah, soon. Yeah, I had a patient come in the office. What? Got him a booster shot. I can't lift my shoulder up. <laughs> oh, really? Right. Whoa, That's what happened? Normal. You know, I mean, come on. There, and you're right, there's all these crazy, so if you go on Reddit, you can find some insane stories where people are like, yeah, I got this and this happened and the doctors thought, and the person's like, now I'm allergic to shellfish nuts and this but he said it should maybe ease up or not right. well that's the other thing you what? know that of course uh, RFK brought that up um, on one of his articles but um, you know if you look at people that are born before 1989 um, there's virtually no food allergies wait we're in that group we're virtually no food allergies yeah after that you see all these food allergies yeah and you're going to tell me it has nothing to do with the fact that the, the vaccine schedule went up to uh, 18 different vaccines and 74 doses over from zero to 18 years right. of age. I mean, the, 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 ter- the terrible act upon the immune system and how it's what, what, what it does to, to the, the, the soil of the body, the immune mm-hmm. system, um, is, is just horrible. Yeah. And well, you Dr. should look Janet- at life expectancies after that probably went down as well yeah right and the other thing to look up is cancers <laughs> oh cancer spiked i know and folks i mean and it's not because we got better technology and we got better at diagnosing it cancer uh, yeah. is rampant oh, and it's, it's rampant and um if you want to be really horrified people you should look at the numbers now of what they're reporting as far as cancer numbers if you really want to be horrified yeah, yeah. so um since Sad. this yeah since this yeah. so-called vaccine yeah. um well, we're coming to that time where Dr. Dennis is going to start jumping up and down because we're so excited. He's going to get to talk about what happened in the Supreme Court. Oh, my God. I'm just going to go ahead and start with a little preface to that. And this was, again, um, this is your brain on CNN. This is Sotomayor shocks the nation by spewing COVID misinformation to the Supreme Court. This is from the Western Journal. And this is what this lady said. Now, remember, this lady is brilliant, Okay. So why did she say these things? She says, we have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people severely ill on ventilators. Okay, she was talking about the alleged effects of Omicron, right? (laughs) We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition and many on ventilators. She said that this is as deadly as Delta. Meanwhile... She seems to pull all that out of the air. 
because if we look at the Washington Examiner, the current national uh, pediatric COVID census showed that there's only 3,342 children in the hospital. Okay, not 100,000. That's yeah. a pretty big miss there, I would folks. like to know how many of those children were vaccinated. Well, that's it. And not only that, you'd like to know whether they had any comorbidities, they, they don't count right? Remember, again, it's about differential diagnosis, whether we decide to treat somebody for something or not. We don't prescribe treatments that are medically unnecessary. That gets me put in jail. Yes. But under an emergency use order, that doesn't happen. And you can see here, she is absolutely spewing false information. So, folks, these are the people that are deciding all of this for all of us. Right. And so, Doc, I'm going to let you let, take you over here. But the Supreme Court, again, betrays America and authorizes what? outrageous vaccine mandate for health care workers, does nothing to affirm human rights to reject dangerous medical experiments. Well, that's true, Doc. I mean, um, you know why it's true? Because you sent me that article. <laughs> was, well, that article came from Mike Adams at Natural News, and um, he's got some good information. But uh, I think one of the most important points, he said that, you know, yes, they struck down the OSHA mandate, but they left the door open for Congress to legislate vaccine mandates. Yes. And then um, they kept in force the CMS mandate for healthcare workers working in facilities such as nursing homes, hospitals, uh, surgical centers, and so forth. Anyone dealing with, with Medicare, Medicaid uh, on that level. Um to have to be vaccinated. So now you're telling the most studious health people about how they need to run their lives. And that goes back to what you were just talking about with what Sotomayor said, uh, the misinformation she spewed in, in court um, about uh, the, the hospitals being, um, being overrun. Well, Partly they're overrun because they had fired half their staff. Right. Right. So your capacity goes down, you know, when you don't have people right. <laughs> working. You can't, you know, there's so many patients per nurse. Well, right. and the nurses had to leave because they didn't want to be vaccinated. But now the Supreme Court and their brilliance keeps that vaccine mandate in, in force. And evidently, it affects specifically more the federal programs of Medicare and Medicaid. Is my am I wrong about Correct. that? Correct. It's facilities dealing with so hospitals, right? Nursing homes. So anybody working in that? I have I have uh, nurses that that work um, right in the hospital right by the Riverview office, and and um, they they're looking at losing their job because yes. they do not want to take the vaccine. The other thing that they're saying is that you do not own your body. Yes. Right. You people, you have to understand these mandates are, first of all, they're not law. They're edicts. Okay. They weren't legislated. All right. They're edicts put on by our tyrant leaders. Yes. Okay? And now our tyrant, our tyrant, tyrant court. court. Yes. So you do not own your body. You, you, they are telling you that you're sorry. Uh, we are allowed to stick our jungle juice into your veins and you have no right. Right, to your over, body. Uh, over your body. And, and the, the other part that really flashes in my face, and I can tell you this because as a doctor, okay, if a Supreme Court justice ever walks into my office, I'll say, well, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do for you because you know more than me about what I should do for health. 
At least the right? um, yeah the ones that voted for that, it. That's exactly what <laughs> right. we're talking about. Yeah. The ludicrous. It is ludicrous. Okay, the mm-hmm. one people that know more about COVID mm-hmm. and more about vaccines. Mm-hmm. Okay, are the people that they're legislating them on. This court is playing God. Our government is playing God. They're, right. These I'm, vaccine companies are playing God. They right. are overriding your God-given RNA codes. Right. God wrote right. those. Right. Right. And and so why would you do that? Why do you think that they're again, trust in the Lord, trust in the one who made your body. Right. Who can heal your body. Right. 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 So this is all about trust. They have created this fear. You know, one of our foundational scriptures that we use all the time is Luke 21. And Jesus says, when you see these things happening, we're supposed to stand up to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what is he talking about there? Well, it says earlier that other men's hearts are failing them for fear. Yep. In the end times, we knew fear was the main way they were going to make people bend. Absolutely. And our Bible is literally using the word for, if you see these things happening, you unbend. Yes. Does that make sense? That's true. That's why we translate it to stand up. So people don't understand that there's something weird that happens at the last second of human history. And it seems to be technology. And if you know what those technologies are, you can start to realize, yeah, that's why I'm not giving up my body. Absolutely, Doc. Absolutely. Yep. And, and and we, they don't have the, again, it goes back to, um, that's the divine jurisdiction and the government's responsibility. Alex, did you have anything to say about this Supreme Court? She's got, she's got a little something in her throat right now. Uh-oh. But uh, here's some other stuff. Um, you know, there's a guy who came on, and um, this is the ex-chief of the vaccine police or the vaccine task force in the U.K. And, again, he's calling for the news targeted strategy is basically let go of all the mandates. And that's Dr. Clive Dix. And he says the the Basically, the the country needs to move forward and learn to manage the disease rather than focus on halting the spread. Okay, and again, this is this is what's happening in other countries. But in our country, we have a Supreme Court that is completely moving forward with false information and taking away rights that God gave us. We have we have an obligation as Christians to disobey ungodly mandates. Well, we do. We do have an obligation. And, and we have, we, first of all, because the first institution put in place by God was the family and family autonomy. And the government does not have jurisdiction over your family, your child, your body, or anything. No. And um, that's one thing, you know, so we need to stand up. And why are they, but why are they dropping all their stuff right. in Europe and not here? Well, you can see, and, and remember, the UK is very connected to Australia because look at, I mean, like I said, COVID concentration camps, right? You're dealing with an incredible lockdown there, right? People yeah. are going to lose everything over there. And uh, my wife and I, we like to watch that show. Um, it was in Australia, sweetie, where they, uh, the best rental, what was it called? Oh, yeah. I can't, it was... Um something home hotel or something yes um i don't know it was really... it's like a staycation but the best home hotel right and you know it's pretty cheeky um but we got sucked in both seasons <laughs> and we we're like yeah there won't be any more seasons because nobody's going anywhere for vacation and all those people that invested into those houses 
nobody can go anywhere and do anything, right? I mean, yeah. literally, that's what's happened. So, you know, here you have Britain, you know, completely the opposite of Australia. And really, you could argue that Australia is clearly the template for what the beast really wants. Right, right. right. They're the beta test. But you also have to look at, I sent you that, um, that article on the legislation in Washington State, right here in the United States. Right. That the legislature is voting on the uh, concentration camps. Right. Oh, my god. That's goodness. crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, and you got to figure that anybody that's in Washington that would be looking to being put in a vacation, you know, not a staycation camp, right? You know, yeah. you'd be looking at what? Moving to another state. And that's what's happening. We're, you know, if, if Americans don't realize that we're, in, we're on the verge of implosion, when people are fleeing states, yeah. right, mm -hmm. to go to another state, you know, when a garbage truck man takes out an incumbent in yeah. New Jersey, yeah, people need to realize that something strange is afoot, and that's what we're seeing happen all around the world. You know, and these connections are are the things we need to be putting together. Things aren't going back to normal. No, going back to Abbey normal. That's right. And the Bible says when we see these things happen, we're supposed to stand up. You know, that doesn't sound fatalistic. And, you know, that's probably one of the main problems I have with a lot of pastors and even people that study Bible prophecy is they talk about all this stuff as if it's inevitable. And what I always like to tell people is I can go back and show you some of the main tenets of my book and our book, really, um, that Hitler and, and, of course, the Third Reich clearly fulfilled those things. But, again... The world stood up. A generation stood up and said, not on our watch. And that's really what I believe, you know, God is calling us to do. So I'm not a fatalist in that way. No, and, and well, I told you about, you know, one thing that always got to me in Revelation 21, verse 8. Well, let's go back to 7. He says, he who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, all the liars shall have their part in a lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Wow, why did he mention cowardly as the first? Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah. pretty concerning. Yeah. Well, if you if you think about this, you know, and I think that when Jesus came, you know, he clearly was the peacemaker. And it's really important for us to know that, that if that's the way Jesus acted in this life, that that is something that we need to to keep in, in mind. But then somebody sent me a nice little meme the other day where Jesus, of course, made the whip and he drove mm -hmm. them out of the synagogue. And you have to probably say that that was the thing that probably tipped the scale. They probably decided, yeah, we're going to have to take him out, right? But he did. He went in and cleared that out, right? But there is no doubt when Jesus comes the second time, he is not coming as a suffering servant again. No. He is coming as the reigning, ruling Messiah. Amen to that. And so this is the thing. This this Mr. Rogers, Jesus, that, that people teach is not really quite no. fully accurate. No. He is the Lion of Judah. That's right. And people need to remember that. All right. Now, so we were also going to go to... Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s um, other Talk. article that he wrote, it was on Epoch Times, where he was talking how the Supreme Court totally ignored um, the Nuremberg Code uh, by allowing 
the mandate for healthcare workers to stay in place and also that they they're violating uh, body autonomy um so i thought that was uh, yes. pretty strong well the you know there's no way around it the nuremberg code why do we have that because there was a new evil in the world called nazis yeah that's what we're talking about and here we are again it you know we'll see that you know we're going to talk about this you know watchman declaration that we've been able to put together on maybe one of the next shows we're going to do it pretty soon we're going to have a few rapid fire ones here for a few weeks as we're pretty fired up we've had our setbacks but we are locked and loaded and we're going to show you that there's evil there's a coercive evil that's coming into the world that we need to stand up to in very very specific ways um so our next episode we're going to talk about you know how to really save our kids and uh, why this vaccine narrative is it's false for everybody but with our kids it is just beyond ludicrous and the kinds of things we're going to happen so just think about some of the things we said again remember we have to be in love with the truth because jesus said i am the way the truth and the life Mm -hmm. and if you look at these these articles that we've covered right and you can see that these people are literally saying one thing and doing another and we have got to call them out right and these are these little commitments to truth that we can't give up on and these little commitments to truth are why we had this episode so that you know yeah we're not jumping up and down saying we're right we're saying our enemy even admits we're right yes but then they move forward jedi mind trick these are not the droids you want in fact here's a mandate yeah it's total failure nothing's working but we're going to keep doing the mandate absolutely and you can't have your cake and eat it too and we got to stop letting them do it so we had a little clip we wanted to play at the end here um this is dr stephanie uh seneff and she is um talking about how some of the effects of the vaccine she was interviewed um was that laura ingram on fox yeah laura ingram show and you ready to play that one doc yeah do you want to do it over there risk of dying from COVID, so they, they don't get a benefit. And when you look at the potential harm from these vaccines, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. And certainly repeated boosters is just going to be very uh, devastating, I think, in the long term. And um, it's just, uh, I've done a lot of research and I, I really am beginning to understand exactly how the process takes place and it's uh, very disturbing. Now, the neurodegenerative aspect of this that you specifically highlight from your research. Explain that if you can in layman's terms. Yes, I'll try to. And of course, the science is never easy, but it's quite fascinating what happens. The, the vaccine gets injected into the arm. The muscle cells get very upset. They bring in a whole bunch of troops. The immune cells come in, take up the vaccine themselves. They take up the nanoparticles. They start making spike protein. The particles basically get your cells to produce lots and lots of spike protein in a hurry. Spike is the most toxic part of the virus. And these immune cells then rush into the lymph system, rush to this, but many of them end up in the spleen, which is where you want uh, them to be to produce the antibodies, that's the goal. So they've designed it, and they're very happy to see that they end up in the spleen making lots of spike protein and then invoking an immune response that produces antibodies by the B cells. But the problem is that those germinal centers in the spleen are really the center place where Parkinson's disease develops and probably many other uh, neurodegenerative diseases. But for Parkinson's, it's been very well laid out that uh, that you get uh, prion-like proteins even from infections in the gut. 
immune cells take them to the spleen, to those germinal centers, and then they start spewing out exosomes. These are little lipid particles that are released by the cell, unloading mm. that to toxic protein and shipping it along the vagus nerve to the brain. This is sort of well known with respect to Parkinson's disease, and that's the model I'm using. It feels to me like this is a perfect setup for it. Doctor, Dr. Sanef, um, this is a very short segment. We're going to have you back, but any parent who's been pressured into giving a child uh, this vac vaccination, what do you say to them tonight? Uh, they should do everything they can to avoid it, absolutely everything they can. And there you have it, folks. And it's not just that, but did you notice how he mentioned the prion, right? And, of course, that's related to what, Doc? Parkinson's. Cow disease, too. Remember, yeah, mad, mad cow. cow disease. Yeah, that's where they found prions. Mm -hmm. So we, we can start to see it. We've talked about this episode prior, too, mm -hmm. as yes, well. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. So, folks, you know, just as a precursor, so be praying for our children, you know, and uh, just remember when you're thinking about you know, the end times. So many times that we think about what the Bible says, it says that the deception is so strong that if it was possible, even the very elect would be deceived. We are refail to talk about anything that's actually a powerful deception. And we can start to see how this is absolutely qualifying. And so I just pray that we, again, think about Satan's intention. He was a murderer from the beginning. Killing is really right up his alley. Absolutely. And right next to that is lying, right? Yep. Why? Because a lie gives us what? False information. And what did God say about that information? He says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. It's really correct knowledge, right? And so it's too many lies that are causing this deception and killing people. So we want to pray against that deception. And we that's what we stand for. We want to be committed to the truth. And also that this comes from the spiritual. You have to have the truth. If you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, and I know that everybody here, you know, that this is what we're all about, that we're yeah. not doing this Amen. because yeah. we're smarter than anybody. And no. we're not doing this, no. you know, for any other reason than that we have God in our lives and that we want to pray. And, and, and you know, we talk so much about what Satan is doing. But I can tell you that in my life, right, what did standing up mean? Hey, you know, we started a podcast, folks. Yep. I wrote a book. Yep. Right? Dr. Dennis slaved with me on that book. He read every chapter. So did Alex. And, and so did <laughs> Alex. And Alex gave me, and, and, you know, they've talked me through that book every chapter two or three times. Yep. You see? So, folks, I'm just saying that God is doing ad a nauseum. work. God is, yeah, ad nauseum, right? God is willing right now to do a work inside of you. The yep. Holy Spirit is trying to tell you something from these messages, right? Yeah. And that God is trying to move in your life. God wants you to talk to him in ways you have never talked to him before, right? God wants you to listen to him in ways that you have never listened before. And God is going to energize you. He is going to quicken you. It is him inside of you that will help you to stand up and be more than than what you've ever been before. I can tell you I'm astonished at some of the things I'm doing this year versus last year. I can't believe it. Yeah, and it's just it's just about being open and being willing yes. to be used by the Lord. Yes. Don't forget we're commanded in Matthew, you know, the Great Commission, we're going to go and make disciples. 
But we don't stop there. We have to keep on giving the information out yes. and educating them on how things relate to the end times. Yes. So we don't want that to be lost. And I know that Alex is the same. You know, Alex is in seminary now. And uh, she's like so smart now. Yeah, because I was so dumb before. I knew she was going to go there. You see, this is the uh, you just difference between talk. men and women. You give them this compliment <laughs> and what happens? They turn it into an insult. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, she's, she, it's amazing to see. You know, we went to, to the renewal and uh, my wife was talking to people left and right. And um, it was amazing to see. Which that. I don't do. Come on, baby. That's why. Admit I it. Don't. Yeah, I don't do that because I'm, I'm very shy. Um, introverted, I'll say. Not necessarily shy, introverted. Yeah, but um, I mean, that's how you know it's not you, it's Jesus. Because right. you're like, that is not something. I wouldn't just walk up to people and be like, hey, um, so what do you believe? What are you thinking? You know, like, here, here's what, you know, we do. And please check it out because this information you need. I mean, that's just not something I would do. So mm-hmm. I know that's definitely not from me. That's from Jesus saying, no, you, you know, I've called you to do something and I'm going to give you the strength to do it. And I think that sometimes too, you, you're like, I don't know. Um, but when you're in your, that place and you're being obedient, he gives you the strength to yeah, just amen. do amen. things that you wouldn't normally do. And that's how you know it's coming from him too, because there's proof like that in in the fruit, right? You are displaying and doing what he wants you and you're in alignment. And it's one of those moments where you're like, this is so weird. I mean, as it's happening, it's a little surreal because I'm like, is this, what am I doing this? This is weird. But um, at the time it feels very natural which is also really weird to be walking up to strangers and just talking to them for me is not natural, but it didn't feel um, awkward. Supernatural. It totally, what the, <laughs> nice tie See, we got to get him on board. He's good. But yeah, it, it definitely felt like um, supernatural for sure. I'm going to say one more little tweet here, basically, that, you know, um, you know, over the years, I've supported all pro pastors, and I really believe pastors are going to be able to make a huge difference in the end times, but only if they obey what Jesus said. Amen. And so remember, guys, your pastor is the loneliest job in the world. Yeah, pray and for they, they need to be yeah. encouraged, and uh, especially in these areas, right? They, they don't want to divide their church. You know, their boards are divided. Their, their staff is divided, right? And they're trying to move forward, but without losing everybody. <laughs> and so right. it is a difficult situation. There is a reason why we can talk about absolutely everything here. And the church needs to be somewhat wise about what they talk about. So we're not trying to unburden. But we are also saying that we need to obey Jesus. So encourage your pastors. Pray for your pastors. For okay, sure. Because the pulpit is one of the best places that we can get this information out. People need to realize that Jesus, what Jesus said is the plan, is the strategy. When you see these things happening, stand up and then lift up your heads. Amen. God bless you guys, and we love you, and we're praying for you. We know well, so many people around the world are suffering, and uh, God Pray bless you. Australia, yeah. Yep. We really appreciate all you loyal subscribers and listeners. It means the world to us that you take time to listen or are interested in anything that we have to say. We feel incredibly blessed. And if you know somebody that might like this podcast, we would really appreciate it if you would share this with them. Also, if you have time to write us a review, that would mean a lot as well because 
I know it's a pain in the butt, we keep harping about it, but those algorithms really help bump us up and help others find us that might be looking for this information or podcasts to listen to. So if you could do that, so thankful for that. Also, our website, supernaturaljunkies.com, sign up for our email newsletter there. Any of the studies that we mention, we will put in a newsletter and you'll get links to that. Also, Kevin's book, The COVID Beast, is available for purchase on Kindle right now. And we have that information available on our website, supernaturaljunkies.com. His Audible version, as well as the paperback version, should be out anytime now. You don't want to miss out. And by signing up for that email newsletter, you will be the first to know because there are limited supplies. Thank you guys so much. We will have some Supernatural Junkies gear coming out soon because you guys have expressed an interest in that. We'll have some stickers as well as some t-shirts with our logo on there, the cartoon logos, and as well as hoodies, that kind of thing. If you want more information on that, you'll have to sign up for that email newsletter, supernaturaljunkies.com. Thank you guys so much. Have a blessed week. Thank you.